issues. Okay. Need my hair done. And you can adjust this any kind of way you want. I gotta wash. So I'm not hooded. Take my jacket. Still ain't caught in the tag of the jacket. I get no signal on it. So I'm glad it is. Okay, well, this is the pre thing, so I'll go ahead. Alright, I'm trying to get this stood up. I'm glad this is not the walking dead. Because Calvin basement, we all be asked up. Zombies be coming in, we can make a phone call. Food. <laughs> you cook cool. Yeah, this is what happens when I don't got no food salad. You know what? Get off the fruit salad then. Didn't I make sure to eat earlier? Yes, you did. Yeah, because other than that, she wouldn't have. But with a love at Mark. Yeah, that's what the love to her. With a love at Carol. All right. You call Carolyn. Carolyn. No. You just. Oh, uh, do that again. That's so beautiful. Oh, you gotcha. Mm hmm. All right. All right. So, if you need to adjust this like this, let me see. Let's go. Post. This going on Facebook? Is, or, there you go. Or it's live already. It's, no, it's being recorded. And then it's going on the page? Yeah. It's a bathroom? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? You ain't never been down here? Not in here. Who's there? Another bathroom? No, uh, that's the, um, the, 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 the hot water tank. Only thing he missing in here is a panic room. Huh? Only thing he missing in here is a panic room. Oh. You need to get a, uh, those things in your house. What? A panic room. I got a panic room. Where? Up there. Where is it? At? Panic room. Her friend, she had a nice panic room. You, uh, the lady that has the child. That's disabled. Which one? I think I think it's Kelly. Oh yeah, her parent room is dope. Damn, it's another house. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying really to got see. Nice shit. Damn, come on, man. Nice ass house. Built-in room. What is that? Somebody tapping into your computer? Wait a minute. <gasps> it's a ghost. What's wrong with y'all? Who is that? Who's who? Somebody on the other side of that little thing. It's a mean? ghost. Who's on the other side? Nobody. Why? Yeah, it really is. It really is. It's a woman. Somebody waving. Somebody waving? Yeah. Where? Right yeah. Why are they in the door? Scared. 
That's Ray. Hi, Ray. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be like, turn the camera off. <laughs> right. Run. Ghost down here, right? Run like hell. Then that's the damn panic room. I told you. What is sound at on here? You gotta turn the volume up. I'm trying to see if this was recording or not. How do you go to the display? She could see you. Now I can yeah. see you and I can hear you. She now you can hear. Ray, say something. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Hold on. You want that thing that I got in the um from um in the laptop? That that micro that um speaker? All right, I just turned it up for you. I know that was a little scary, but right? Yeah. All right, look at the top of that screen and give me the ID numbers. Three, two, one. Seven, six, okay. nine, four, four, three. Say it again, Ray. Three, two, one, seven, six, nine, four, four, three. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to see if I'm recording. You should be. Is it, I don't know. Is it a dot right there? The green light, but I wanted to see if it displayed. Like I'm trying to get to bring it up. I want to see if it was really recording because the display is not coming up. Or maybe I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. So to record, you gotta hold the button. See, it's recording now. See numbers. Mm -hmm. And then to see. I haven't used that damn thing in a long time. Don't you got to go to display or something or menu? There you go. See, it's playing. Luna says, um, Okay, play. That's me. Hey, okay, play. you hit right, the okay button. Oh, look at the air. Yeah. Oh, we're recording. Now, to record, I won't just. Well, I don't need you. You don't want it. No, you really don't. You're disgusting. Yeah. This is crazy. You got a joke. Yeah, you need to move. Yeah, I think she is. The show. Thank you.
That's because we're close. Maybe I should go over there. No, sir. I do got the deck. Hold on. Just while you're recording, then after that, after they record, and they hear. All right, let me do this real quick. Plaza TV show. Hey! Yay! You're really crazy. So, we, we had, had a couple difficulties tonight, and we have a special guest that's on here. She will be putting her input into it too. My name is Carolyn. I am your host of the Women's Plaza TV show. Hi, Jacqueline. Thanks for tuning in. So for tonight, we will be discussing several segments about the vagina. If for any reason you, you want, want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, oh, wow. that was a good one. You're right. That was a good one. <laughs> he waited no time. Yeah, he was like, like out. So we will be discussing several segments about the vagina. And if you're tuning in, I'm going to ask you to please share, tune in, and, and also share. So some of the topics that we will be discussing is female health issues, vagina management, and care. And we will be talking about vaginal nutrition, vaginal steaming, the benefits and importance of vaginal steaming, and vaginal pH balance. And then we have some hot topic questions that I'm going to be asking. You back? Yeah, oh. Oh, you're coming back? That's interesting. All right, have a seat. You good? Mm. Just have a seat. You got it. Recording? Mm. Really? Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting. I need something to drink to hear this. All right. So, the first topic that we're going to discuss about, thank you, 
I'm nervous. <laughs> I ain't never heard no shit like this before. You know what? You're not right. I'm talking about the Jay. Thank you. You're not right. Don't ask me no damn questions about the meal. I'm not gonna ask you nothing. I'll get to that. Just wait a minute. You know what? I'm telling you this is being recorded. But anyway, we're gonna talk about vaginal care. I'm gonna start off with Tara. And Tara has one of the top doctors that give us input as women as to how we should be taking care of our vagina when it comes to washing and cleansing of the vagina. Most of us, we use soap, feminine hygiene items, vaginal uh, wipes, vaginal wipes, we use those for cleansing. However, one of the top doctors in the United States says, we're not quite doing it right. So Tara's going to tell you what her top surgeon, top doctor, right? Yeah, top, one of the top doctors. One, one of the top, top doctors told her. And these are doctors that specialize in the vagina at the highest level. So Tara, can you please share your story? Well, the cleansiness part, we're not supposed to be using no soap. Supposed to be using just warm water, no rag, just warm water. As far as douching, I already knew that we wasn't supposed to be douching at all. You just gotta use again just warm water, yeasting as much as much you do with douching. Um, far as painting wearing, you're not supposed to be wearing any silk, any type of thong type, just pure cotton. Shouldn't be wearing anything tight or his leggings. If you're going swimming, you have one bathing suit, you have to get out the water. If you plan on staying out the water to dry clothing, because the water from the bathing suit can cause you infection, which I didn't really know that. And supposedly use unscented soap. The doctor did recommend uh, another soap that's not. Uh, a nine brand soap. So any nine brand soap with no scent is good. Dove was on the list to not use because it's harsh. And that's the soap that me and my mom live by. So we had to stop using No. However, there is, even though Dove was on the list because we do use Dove, there is another soap that is mild and sensitive, like dove, and is gentle on the vagina, and that's the soap that was that we started using. Target sells that soap. Target sells that soap, and it's always next to the dove soap, and it has it has a K on it, right? No, it just um has an arrow. It has, okay, it has an arrow on it. So. Dial soap, no. Coast, no. Um, what's that other soap that's too strong for the vagina? Dial, coast, ivory. Ivory. As much as they say ivory is 
a gentle soul. Ivory will make you itch and raw. And like it and will cause your vagina to be raw, strip you of all the good bacteria. So ivory is not a option to be using on a vagina. No. Next, we're going to talk about vaginal nutrition. There's certain fruits that are beneficial for the vagina, and some of the fruits are avocado, lemon, and yogurt. No, that's yogurt is more like an offset of ice cream. It's avocado, lemon, and oranges. Remember, the pH balance of the vagina is, is acidic anyway. The normal balance of the vagina, the pH balance, is supposed to be acidic. If you know anything about the pH scale, it's going to be anywhere from zero to mid seven. Once you get to pH level of pH level of eight to fourteen, is alkaline. Which way? Me? Yeah, I see. I, I was always here. Oh, okay. It's um alkaline. So those are some of the things that we're going to talk about. Next, I want to talk about some health female issues, which will include BV, bacterial vaginosis yeast infections, feminine odor, and I'm going to stop there. If you have bacterial vaginosis or you have some type of yeast infections or you are a woman who has a feminine odor, what I suggest you do at least start trying is get a bee sting. And bee sting is a vagina facial. Most women have not heard about it. Most women in the population have not heard about um, vaginal steaming. Vaginal steaming, I'm going to give you a visual. Vaginal steaming is you're going to take off all your clothes, you're given a gown, you are sitting on a yoni steam pot that has therapeutic curves in it and the therapeutic the steam from the therapeutic curve rises up to through the yoni steam stool up to your vagina because you're going to expose your vagina to the steam stool mm. for 30 minutes those therapeutic curves that is rising up to the vagina. Can you not do that? <laughs> <laughs> Those therapeutic curves that are rising up through the vagina is going to help with whatever female condition you may have. So if you have BV, there's specific therapeutic curves for that. If you have a yeast infection, there's specific therapeutic curves for that. If you have a feminine odor, there is specific therapeutic curves for that as well. You 
You can also use the vaginal cleansing, vag vaginal cleansing and detox through vaginal steaming. If you just wanted to relax and get a cleanse and a detox, it's a awesome, tight, warm feeling. I'm going to let Tara tell you about her experience with her vaginal steam session. You trying to burn me? <laughs> I did not try to burn you. Listen, she used me as a demo. She said, Tara, why don't you try out these things? Sister Doctor said that it's unhealthy to do. So I'm like, all right. So she gave me this gown for the here on down, it was so hot, I had to bring it down here. So I sit on this pot, and first, I'm like, all right, it's not that high, it's cool, but the longer you sit there, I'm like, mom, it's, it's a little hot. Like, can you turn it down a little bit? You'll be fine. Just sit there. The longer I sit there, I'm noticing I'm moving back away from the yoni hole that's in the seat because when herbs come in at me, she came back and said, you're not sitting on the property. When I look at the bottom, it said medium high. Y'all, I'm not, I didn't need all that. It was nothing wrong with me. I just there just to get relaxed. So she turned it back down to, uh, what, low? I put it on low. Low Between, Yeah, low, low time. But it cleans you. Like, it, you feel like you got a new, feel like you got a new, vagina but it, it cleans you literally from inside out and after that you from sitting down with the heat and having a gown on you sweating also anything that you ate you sweating it out from the gown so when you go and take that shower you literally feel like you have a great vagina like you want nothing just sit there and be clean awesome it's awesome yeah, it's such an awesome freaking feeling. It is indescribable. It really is. The vagina will thank them. Lady, the vagina is going to thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you have any questions about the topics that we covered so far, and you want to ask questions about vaginal steam and the calling number is 267-679-8784-267-679-8784. If you are watching this on, face, on Facebook and you're in the Women's Closet Facebook community group, please share the live stream. It is also being recorded and it will be posted. Don't know when, but it will be posted. Next is, can I see your phone for a minute? Mm -hmm. Let me just try to do something. Oh, you got to do that. Oh, the iPhone thing? Yeah, the iPhone thing. No problem. Can you go on? Oh, thank you. <laughs> this is my marriage. <laughs> No, this is not rehearsed. Well, it's not, it's not supposed to. It's, it's live. It's a live show. You gotta go as yourself. 
Can you? Is this Facebook? Yeah, but because Calvin House, well, I, I I don't got no signal. Let me see. What? Let me just try to sign. Maybe. Oh. How come I can get a signal on here and you can't? That's great. And, okay, here you go. Here you go. Where your phone at? Hold on, everybody. Because we're about to get into the hot topics. And this is where y'all can call in at. If I got a question, if I log out of yours, do you know your password where you can log back in on your Facebook? No, too long answer. See, <laughs> <laughs> if I log out of this, do you know your password to get back in? No, no. you take too long answer. Because I want to go to my Facebook page. All right, go ahead. Do you know your password to get back in? Okay, let's try this. All right, here is one of the hot topic questions. I'm asked Tara. And Ray, this is for you too, because you want mute, but you're about to unmute yourself. What do you do with a penis that is too blessed for you? What do you do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Well, every female know their tolerance, but if you feel as though she got to look at it twice, abort mission. Next question. Next question. Somebody said, What if you too small? This shit ain't happening. Come on. If the piece is too small, what do you do? My great thing, nothing. <laughs> That's right, nothing. All right, next, next question. question. If your vagina could talk, what would you name her and what would she say to you based on situation you got her in? Okay, okay. I have a name. Her name is Sassy Patty. Okay. <laughs> Mine would be Mocha. But I've never been in a I've never been in a situation in that time. Because I've been with the same guy for 20 years. So, so you're going to be Mocha Latte. Yep. So if she had anything to say to you, or he was like, "Thank you, often." Come on over here, mocha latte. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mocha latte. 
How do you work your phone? All right, next is what do you do when you, you find, find that the penis, penis you're about to get with has penile odor? What do you do? Again, nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's the rule. Because it's hygiene is low. You're going to come over here and you think. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You're going to go to Rob Yeah. Yeah. Right to the door. You can't do the wrong thing. That means he, he, he didn't take the time out to wash his sweaty ball. There you go. It didn't work. You're welcome. I tried. So, next, the last topic is vagina management. With vagina management, Alright, I'm going to ask another question that was brought up just now. Let's say, lady, you're in the middle of, of trying to get with the person of your interest, your significant other, your spouse, some strange dick along the way, and you find that he can't get it up. Do you bear with him and say, you know what? It's okay. It's going to be alright. Or do you just say, you know what? If you knew you couldn't get it up, why are you wasting my time? Or do you just show him to the door? What do you do with a penis that is not standing at attention. Give him a bottle of Henny. Give him a bottle of Henny. Bottle of Henny. That's gonna help him. It's called Henny D. <laughs> Give him a bottle of Henny. He be all right. Give him a tongue lashing. He be all right. Ray, what you gonna do with him? Absolutely nothing again. I'm going to excuse myself from the room. <laughs> you ain't doing nothing with nobody. Because everything you said, it was either too small, dirty, and now it's retarded. Oh, wow. But you know what, right? These are some of the life issues that women come in contact with. Especially in today's time. In today's time, you do have these little young, and you got some cool girls that don't really care. And they're going to go along and go through the process where other women say, you know what? I can't do this. This right here, I can't do this. But you have other women like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Because for some women, it's all about how much dick they can conquer. And then they want to go and get surgery done to get a new vagina. Oh, we didn't get to that part yet. Nothing wrong with getting you a new snatch if you need a new snatch. And there's reasons why women do get a new vagina. Um, the number one reason, I think, this is just me and my personal feeling, you took on too much dick that you didn't take on in the first place. It is what it is. And you took on a whole lot of dick that you probably should take on. In the, in the first place. So because, so of, because that, of that, your vagina got high mileage. Called pussy mouths. It is, it is pussy mouths. That, that don't change because you want to get a new vagina. That's, that's true. true. <laughs> Y'all have run him off. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so another, another reason is due to birth. birth. Another, another reason may be because she just wants a new vagina. Not it's not like it looked when it was 18. It looked like it looked because it got some mileage on it. So those are some of the reasons why women will get baby plastic or vaginal rejuvenation or if my my good friend says you get a new snatch. Now, for the women that do get vaginal rejuvenation, there is two types. You have the non-invasive and you have the invasive where they go and get the surgery done by cosmetic surgery. Compared to the non-invasive, um, that's that was done with someone that had trained to to get a vaginal, a vaginal upgrade. That is to me it's ridiculous. Like that's too far. Why? Why? Like why? Like if you have to get that done, slow your lifestyle down. It's still the same. If now they gonna change. That's true. That's the true. Mileage. The mileage isn't going to change. That's very, That's very true. Ray, you have something to add to that? I'm having a hot flash. Why you have to do? Huh? Well, personally, um, I know that I'm going to need it forever, so I try not to use it up. <laughs> That's kind of been my motto, my motto. since I was young. To keep it nice and pretty, nice and clean, healthy and happy, just like me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You said you said something, something that brought up another topic. Is she going to be push or she going she going to fall here? And this way, way. You got you the got scissors, the scissors, you got the trimmer. trimmer. And you got, you got waxing. So, so I've, I've never done waxing because I'm not that brave. But for women, women that, that do, do waxing, waxing, from what I, what I understand, the, the more, more you do it, the, the easier and lesser the pain. You shaking your head. No. Mm. No. I see. Wax, wax it where they'll wax, wax and then the skin will come off. I've, I've seen, seen it. it. I'm good up there. I've, I've seen, seen it. Wax them on the lawn down. Somebody got creative and put it down there. Put the wax. Ray, Ray, what do you think? Well, it's too hot for me. Mine's is too sensitive to be putting anything hot and wax on it. No, thank you. I'll stick to shaving it. You ever use the scissors? Um, I've tried those. The only thing I can say that I'll go with permanently is that I do do the shaving thing. I've tried the nair. I've tried the meat. I've tried a few different things, but everything is a little harsh. It's easier to just shave it and go. Okay. 
But shaving happens infrequently. Ready to use a razor? Oh no, oh no. Oh heavens no. Oh, okay. (laughs) 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 Tara. Just (laughs) I told my experience. Then you gotta talk about yours. About About my my experience with the razor. Okay. Okay. All All right. right. Let me do this. Then I will talk. Well, I will talk about mine first. The first time I tried the razor, I was in high school. I would never do it again. I felt like I was hot to mom, like the old candy. It was so itchy. I would never do it again. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't bear with it. Too hot. Okay. Okay. Let me tell you. What, what I, I did, did it, and, and then, then I'm supposed to say, who laughed at me? Um, one day, let me, let me backtrack. I'm accustomed to using scissors. scissors. And, and I, decided I decided that, that I, wanted I want to try, to try something new. new. And, and I, went, I went listening, listening to, somebody to somebody else. else. I, went, I to went to the store. store. I, got some I got some razors. And, and I shaved with the razor. So, so I go I to, go to Tara, Tara and I said, hey, hey look, look. I'm on food. And, and it's soft, soft as a baby behind. Tara, Tara gave me the look. And she, and she said, said, you should not have done that. You really should not have done that. My sister-in-law told the same thing. She should not have done that. So I did it, but it was too late. It was done, didn't So they told me, I said, you know what? You're going to hit the high heaven when the heck start going there. I went to the store. I went to Target. I remember that. And I got some Movino. And I put the Albino on there for a whole week. So I wouldn't itch. And then I went to Target and I got a trimmer. So one day, me and Tara had this rate. I had uh, had the scissors at the time. She She had had trimmer. And we wanted to see who was going to be done first? I had the scissors. She had the trimmer. I live by the trimmer. The, the trimmer she was done in one minute. And I was still messing around with the scissors. She says, I told you, you got to try the trimmer. So I tried the trimmer. The trimmer for me worked. Waxing, I'm not, I'm, I don't think I want to do that because I've seen, I've seen some. some 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 things where the skin was totally off because of a bad waxing service, and and literally was ripped, was ripped off of the lips. Hey, Wanda. hey, Wanda. how y'all doing? Hi, sister, Hi, sister Marlo. Marlo. How are you, you doing? So 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 y'all so tuned in. I'm gonna I'm ask y'all these questions. Question. Ray, you, Ray, are, you are ready. You ain't got to answer them again. 
but it's people on Facebook that is watching. So here are my questions, ladies. First question is, you can type this in. When you when, when you, I ask you the question, go ahead, go ahead type, in your, type in your answer. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. That's why, That's it's, why called it's called Closet. It's, okay. it's okay to talk about the vagina at any, at any length. So, so, one of the one questions, questions we asked earlier, what do you what do, do, do penis that is too big for your ass? Too big. You didn't know, know it was that and, and so he, so took, he off took off his clothes. clothes. What, what do you do? Do you walk, do you walk away, get up, get up put your clothes on, on walk, away. walk away? Do you say, you, you, know, say, what? you know what? Um, just too you're just too blessed. I can't do this. What do you do? What do, you do? Thanks, Thanks for the heart of. Much, much appreciated. We didn't, we didn't get to that point yet. <laughs> <laughs> If you, if you want, want to ask, ask a question, the call in number is 67798784. Right here. Right here. Call in. Call in. Everybody, Everybody that is over here on my platform, my platform if you see me looking over there, that's because I got people, I got people on live. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you very much. much. Kiki. Kiki, thank you for, thank tuning, you for in. tuning in. Question is, Question is what do you what do, do with, a penis with a penis that is too that big, is big for you? you? Do, do you, you walk away? Do you deal with it? Do you say, you know what? I'm about, I'm about to answer this phone, phone call, everybody. And then and I'm going to put the phone call, call on speakerphone. Hello, this Hello, is this is How I'm going to help you. I did, I did. Say, what? say what? Say what? You say it. Say it. Accept it. Try it. Try it. I'm going to say this. Some women, Some women will, try will try it. But a woman, but a with, woman with common sense that knows, that knows her vagina is not going to accept it. Most, Most women, women will. That's, that's because they are greedy. Hey, ladies. Hey, ladies. That's a good question. What do you what do? You do? do? When, when it's, it's too, too little. little. Mm -hmm. Tara says you abort the mission. And you reroute it. Mm -hmm. What'd you say? What'd you say? Abort. abort. Reroute, reroute the door. The door. Kiki, Kiki says she she'll it take it on. You go, girl. You go, girl. Really? Really? Okay. okay. Well, that's well, that's from a man's point of view. Because you're, because you're too. Thank, Thank you, sir, for calling in. in. Bye bye. Bye bye.
Kiki, Kiki says, says okay, lady. okay, lady. Here's another, Here's another question. question. Don't, don't answer because you already did that. Next, next question is, is if your, if your vagina could talk, ladies, what would you, what would you say to her? What would she, she say to you? And, and why would you say it? If, if your, your vagina, vagina could talk, what would you, what you name, name her? What would she what say, would she to, say you to you? And why would she say it? I don't, I don't have no cookies turned in. Don't be, be shy. shy. Mm-hmm. He he is like, like, hmm, she's not sure about that one. What, what would, would you name your vagina, kid? She's, she's still, still thinking. thinking. These, These ladies on here is very shy. shy. Why are you? Why are you in this conversation? Why? Hi! Hi! Tasha Brown. Okay. Okay. All right. Did she just tell me to do it? No. 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 All right. Anyway, all right. Is this, 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 is this,
is it's more than just, just the sex trafficking, it's ag agricultural, ag agricultural trafficking. And what they do is they kidnap men and then they kidnap boys and they put them on the farm. So that's another form of human trafficking. You also have kids who are involved in kidnapping of other children because remember, another child is going to trust another child. So, so you do have children that are involved in kidnapping other children and baiting them for human trafficking. Another thing is you also have women that are involved in human trafficking because another, another woman comes up on you and she appears like she is lost or she needs help. What is our natural instinct to do? Our natural instinct to do is to help her. But while we are answering her question and helping her, there is a minimum of three men that is somewhere in that area that is helping her. And she is the person that is going to be talking to you and helping them kidnap you and get swift off, kidnap, and before you know it, you're in a um, sex trafficking. Now, sex trafficking is under the umbrella of massage therapy. Me as a massage therapist and other massage therapists around the country, we're very much aware of how big the problem is because it affects us as licensed professionals. However, in some city state, the in some city states, the legal departments leave it up to us to report it. And what I mean by that is we, we I have gotten text messages and it goes like this. You get a text message and the text message says, I have eight women that I want to be serviced with massage, facial, pedicure, manicure, the whole nine yards. And I'm sending a limousine to your place and just tell me how much it costs. Problem is this, anytime I call that number, they never ever answer the phone. They never answer the phone. I want them to answer the phone, but I can never do it. I can never get them to follow through with their request, show up with the limousine, and show up with women, because we've already been instructed what we should do as licensed professionals. Now, I'm going to give you some indicators to look for um, so that you don't end up kidnapped. But I'm not going to give you those indicators till next week. That means you got to tune in and watch the segment on human trafficking. And I'm going to try to have at least two guests, one from the, from the Philadelphia Police Department and one from the Human Trafficking Organization. So please, 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 please tune in because this is a, a big problem. It's a serious problem. And it can happen to anybody we know. Um, Tara's going to talk about what she experienced, but she, she's not going to talk about that till next week. Um, I'm just thankful and blessed that she that paid, she paid attention, attention and that, that she was aware and she knew what to do to keep from being kidnapped. So 
that's all I have for now. And I like to say thank you everybody for tuning, tuning in to the women's, women's closet. Let me move so y'all can see this. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna turn it around this way. Tune in to the women's closet television show. And remember the calling number. I can't see this because I was sitting. The calling number is 267-679-8784. And we are on air every Thursday at 7 p.m. Now keep now, this in mind. I did say that for four weeks you will be seeing content for free. For free. All of, All of November, you'll get to this for free because I'm gonna be posting it. Good night. I'm gonna be posting it in the Facebook groups as well as on a platform that I use to teach my classes, and I'm gonna be uploading it. So four weeks, you'll, you'll get to see the content for free. Come December, it's gonna go into subscription mode for. $10 a year, but you won't only get to see my show, you'll also get to see other shows that are on that network as well for $10 a year. So that's all I have for tonight. And I would like to say thank you everybody for watching. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Let me, Let me adjust this. Thank you everybody for tuning in. And I will see y'all next Thursday. Share this with your friends, share with your relatives, share with everybody you know because topics offer valuable content. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Good night. Have a blessed day. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. I have to do yours. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, let me see. Oh. Did you hit stop recording? Hmm. I'm always on the No, recording to the cloud. Hi, everybody. This is Carol with. Women's Closet TV, and tonight our segment is on child molestation. I'm going to do my guest first so that I don't take up all her time. And I need you over here to let me know if y'all can hear my guest. Okay? Just type it. If y'all can hear me, let me know if you can hear me or I need to turn up my volume. Okay. All right. So, Yvette, how are you doing tonight? Thank I'm you for tuning that. in. Thank you for joining me. And thank you so much for having me. Okay. Let me see if I could turn up my volume because I can't hear you. Let me turn this all the way up. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I turned it all the way up. So, child molestation, I want you to tell us what happened with you and the organization that you you started to help young girls? Uh, about five years ago now, um, 
I was a mother of six, um, and this particular day, my daughter um, talked to my mom and actually told her she was being touched by a family member on her grandmother's side. Um, this was something so far-fetched. Um, never would ever imagine that this would happen. And I kind of had an idea something was going on, but didn't have, you know, what we call evidence to prove it. Okay. But I noticed how this particular person was singling out this one child. And when I say singling out, I mean um, doing special things for her that I was uncomfortable with, that I eventually stopped. But that just kept, you know, my mind going on why. Why did he even try it? Okay. Mm -hmm. And what happened after that? Did anybody report it to the proper authorities? Well, I mean, the day that it was told, um, we went to her grandparents' house. Um, she was in denial. It was her boyfriend on her father's side, her grandmother's boyfriend, and um, she just couldn't believe it. So what we had to do, I wasn't um, a resident of Philadelphia at the time, but because the crime was committed in Philadelphia, we had to go to the sex crimes unit. So when we went there, um, they took a statement and basically was like, okay, well, they took her in one room, took me in another room took out statements. Um, once they put his name in the system, it did pop up that he was not charged, but he was accused of doing this in two other states. So this was all new to me, had no clue. Um, and again, this was just the worst day of my life, I know. And um, once they do that, they basically tell you, well, it's passed on to a supervisor and we'll get in touch with you. So you go from there to what do I do with this child that has now told me that she's being sexually abused. So the only thing I could do was find um, therapy, you know, but in the midst of finding therapy, there is no organizations in Philadelphia that um, deals with girls, kids that are sexually abused. They had women against rape. So I was kind of uncomfortable with doing that, but had no choice. So that's the reason for me starting my organization, Hands Off. Okay, Yvette, in, in case y'all can't hear her, Yvette has an organization called Hands Off. I had the opportunity to meet this wonderful woman at my cousin's empowerment event. I was at a, a vending meeting, and that was the first time I had met Yvette. And later on, months later, she came up again through a mutual friend of ours, friend of ours who also introduced me to her. Yes, yeah. that is what she said. I have people, Yvette, I have people in my live stream that may be asking me questions. And as okay. they're typing the questions, I'll be asking them of you. Is that okay? Oh, that's fine. It's perfectly okay. fine. Kimberly, that's correct. She did say that. So I want you to tell us about the organization that you created to help young ladies. Okay, before I even start with the organization, I just want to tell you guys, um, the molestation started when my daughter was five years old up until she was 15. 
Um, it was a very long, long time that this went on. I just wanted to put it out there. Okay. That, um, these people are very smart on what they do and how they go about doing it. But um, I'm sorry, I got a little thrown off. The reason for me starting the organization is because we felt so alone. Um, I knew this was going on, but at the time, I just felt like I had no one to turn to. And she also felt the same way. So we decided, listen, you know, we, we're going to do something so that another family will never, ever have to go through what we're enduring. This was a four-year court process, actually, not even a month ago. This case was finally settled. Um, and he did receive 20 to 40 years. So it just goes to show you the judicial system and how it works. It took four years it took for this case to be heard. Get sentenced to exactly. get 20 to 40 years? Exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. He was arrested multiple times, but he made bail. After 130 days, our legal system allows the prisoners to go back before the judges and ask for a reduction in bail. And that's what happened. So he was allowed not only to get bail, he actually had bail and moved to California. And he repeated the process. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. he, he came to court, you know, they, for four years, they postponed, they did everything they could to hold this case off until I asked to be before the judge because I couldn't understand why did it take four years. So she actually took a week that she was supposed to have been off the bench because all judges get two weeks that they serve off the bench just to catch up on some work in the office. She okay. took one of her weeks to hear my daughter's case because I was so upset about this going on for four years. Okay. How was your daughter today? I'm hard to say. She graduated high school throughout all of this with a 4.0 GPA. Um, she attended college but could not stay um, due to just not being able to stay on campus. And I know I had a lot of, you know, emotional things that was going on with her that she wasn't able to stay. But um, I'm happy to say she did enroll back in college. She's not going to be on campus, but she's back in school. So I'm very, very happy about that. But it's a roller coaster. It's something that will devastate your family forever. And it's something that you will deal with forever. Okay. Let me ask you this. Your organization, how do y'all go about helping victims of child molesting and child abuse and rape? Basically, my whole mission is to have an open dialogue. We need to educate the parents on how to talk to our children so that these children will be able to come to us and tell us when something is going on. Um, I'm very interested in having classes with fathers. I think that's a very big part of why, why child molesters get away with it because they, they, um, they single out children, their fathers are not involved. If they are, it's very little. Okay. So we need to let these dads know the importance of having that open dialogue with their children and their relationships with their children because it's so important. You know, so what we do is we educate the parents, we're in the communities talking to the children. 
Um, I tell people all the time, my ultimate mission is to have a safe haven. I want my place to be somewhere where the kids could come. And any type of um, abuse, I want to be able to help them through it. I also want to be able to house families for a 24 to 48-hour um, period until I can find someone somewhere safe for them to go because a lot of times when it happens it's someone in the family it's never really the stranger that you teach your kids about down the street and around the corner mm -hmm. so a lot of times these mothers are stuck in these situations and they have nowhere to go so then they decide we're going to stay and we're just going to brush it up against them you know up under the rug so I want to be able to help families get out of these situations because it's killing our African-American um, community and also our Latino community. Okay. Now, I know that statistically girls are targeted as well, but you also have little boys that are child molested as, as well as little girls. Absolutely. Is there any type of counseling or help or safe haven for little boys that are child molested or is it out there in the community that is only for girls? We have an organization that's called the Felder Williams Project. Um, he's actually gearing towards dealing with boys who have been sexually abused. Again, Philadelphia has no programs that strictly deals with children who have been sexually abused. And this is the problem that I'm having. And I'm hoping that, you know, everyone that's listening and everybody that hears, you know, what I'm doing, please support us because these programs need to be put into Philadelphia. We are falling victim to the system and, and nothing is being done. You have to understand, if this child has no one to talk to, why, why would you think they would even want to tell? You know, it, it's nothing, nothing's going to happen. I'll ask a okay. okay, I have one of my live listeners and did I hear you say that the organization was local? My organization is local in Philadelphia. I'm hoping to be able to branch off to um, other states. I'm actually going to be doing a 10 city tour 2019. Okay, you so I mean to cut you off, but that's you okay. mentioned an organization that's for little boys. Can you say that again so I can repeat it for them? It's called the Felder Williams Project. Kevin? It's called the, for boys, it's called the, say it again. Felders, F-E-L-D-E-R-S. Felder Williams Project for Little Boys. Yes. And for Little Girls is Hands Off. And he is also asking, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call her and I'm going to get the information for both organizations and I will put it up. I'll post it up in the Women's Closet TV show group, but I'll also post it on this platform that y'all watching so y'all can get the help or refer this information to somebody else that needs it. Kimberly asks, is your daughter receiving counseling or has she received counseling? She definitely um, has received counseling. Uh, she went to Women Against Abuse. Okay. Uh, now 
she's not in counseling. Um, just trying to let her do things at her own pace. You know, it's, it's something that I didn't want her to get hung up. I, it's nothing wrong with counseling, but as we all know, life goes on. Yes. So, you know, it's things that I need for her to do just to try to have a normal life as much as possible, even though I know it's going to be hard. But, you know, once she's ready to go back, she'll definitely go back. But she did receive counseling. Oh, my gosh. And and don't get me wrong. Women Against Abuse did a wonderful job preparing her for court and um, just dealing with it. You know, the coming out process is very hard and intense. You right. know, that's, that's the first part of just telling for the first time. So they really, really helped us get through that process. So I can say they did help, but I felt a little odd with uh, women against rape because she wasn't raped. She was molested. So that's something totally different. Right. Now, because it is different, can you tell our live audience the difference between the rape and the child molestation and the net and I get it naturally is because it's a child compared to and, an adult. Right. And it's a rape is um you know, rapists they get a thrill out of catching you off guard. You know, that that's their thing. They catch you off guard. You're you're um you know, you're scared. You're you're frightened. Molestation, they have a grooming process. And they will groom a child for a very long period of time to gain their trust. So it's step to child molestation that rape actually doesn't, you know, mm -hmm. in this category. You have a grooming process. Okay. Now, is it fair to say that sometimes it's not a grooming process because what you said earlier, it, it may not be the neighbor down the street. A lot of times, physically, as far as I know of, 93% of the time, it's a relative who knows that child. Exactly. But knowing that child, they still have a grooming process because what they have to do is, a lot of times when you hear about child molestation, if you notice or not, it's a time period. It's a very long time period. It's not something that they may do tonight and the child to tell tomorrow. Most of the time, it's been going on for some while, you know, before the person, the child even tells anyone. So, you know, with that being said, you just have to always be mindful that dysfunction is a very big thing for child molesters. Their way of getting to children, that's what soothes them. They love to be able to get into their brain and manipulate them to make them believe it's okay. A lot of sexually abused children will tell you, um, I didn't, I knew it was wrong, but, you know, I wasn't too sure. Why? Because they groom them. They make them believe it's not that bad, you know, or this is between us. You know, they have a lot of things that they do. So it's, it's, it's a very um, intense process that they use to get to children, believe it or not. They're very smart people. Well, I can imagine today they may be very, very smart people, but I know that in my personal experience, there was no grooming with me. It just happened. And I was told never to tell anybody. 
Mm-hmm. And when I finally did tell someone, mm-hmm. I wasn't believed. But as I grew up to become a woman, and as mm-hmm. I grew up around my siblings, I let my siblings know, listen, don't be around uncle so-and-so because uncle so-and-so is not good to be around by yourself. When I had my daughter, I did the same thing. Don't be around uncle so-and-so. And when Mm -hmm. uncle so-and-so said, you know what, you can leave her with me. No, I can't. No, that's not going to happen. But let me ask you something. Before he did it for the first time, did y'all have a, like a special type of relationship or this was just an uncle that came around? You never, like, you, did, there you had no, no There was no favoritism. There was none of that. Oh, wow. None of that at all. And that's how come mm-hmm. I say today's child molesters may have gotten a little bit creative to gain mm-hmm. the trust mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. that child. But mm-hmm. back when I was a child, it wasn't mm-hmm. no grooming. They just did it. And then it was hush, hush. Don't tell anybody. Because if mm-hmm. you tell somebody, this is what's going to happen to you and the person that they mentioned. So for okay. years, I didn't tell anybody. Wow. And then I have a, another situation. There's another guest. Um, that's supposed to be on the show, but she has some apprehensive, some, she wasn't too sure about it. So I, I got mm-hmm. her permission to tell her story. And while I have you on the show, I want, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you her story. And then okay. I want you to tell me what advice you have that I can share with her. Okay. 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 Okay, I have a a friend. Mm-hmm. Five years ago, she gave away her daughter to her best friend. Okay. Recently, as of last night, she found out that her daughter that she gave to her best friend was has been child molested by the best friend's husband. And the only way she found out was the best friend, well, the best friend did call the police, put in for a protection order, and got a restraining order so the husband can't have no contact. But she also, once you call the police, DHS gets involved. So DHS <laughs> told, told the best friend that they had to contact the biological mother. And that's how she found out. So now okay. she's in a dilemma of do what do I do when DHS call me? And my my response was, you tell DHS the truth. Whatever Absolutely. they ask you, just tell them the truth. Absolutely. Not we have you know much. Yes. We have a responsibility to our children, and that is to protect them under any means necessary. Um, when this came out with my daughter, we laid a, we made a lot of enemies, uh, which I didn't care, you know, but the grandmother didn't believe her. Um, the father didn't believe her until it got to a certain point in the court hearings. 
um, family members, their whole side of her father's side didn't believe her. No one supported us through this four-year process. And all I can say is shame on them because as adults, we have a responsibility to protect our children. Absolutely. And from day one, when my daughter said this, there was no way that anyone could tell me that it didn't happen. You understand what I'm saying? It, it, it just didn't even rub me that way to say, oh, really? Or maybe, no. I knew for a fact if my daughter said it. And, and you know what I said to him because he happened to call when I was on my way to him and he said to me, what is your daughter talking about? And you know what I told him? I know what she told me. And if you didn't do it, this is something that we need to deal with together to find out why she would say that. But of course he ran and they had to find him. So I knew then it was what it was. But as a parent, regardless of the situation of her giving her daughter to that person, number one, that daughter needs to be taken out of their home. Which DHS, and this is what I told her, DHS is going to be moved. The, ba the baby's five. This mm -hmm. happened, on top of that, this happened to the child a month ago. She's just now finding out about it. And the question that was asked me is, do I take my daughter away or do I leave her with the mommy that all she know? And my response is, get your daughter. Exactly. That's my response. Exactly. Because somewhere you down do the line. whatever you need to do to exactly. get your daughter. And what's going to be hard about this case is, and sorry to say, is that this child is really only able to tell a story to a certain point. Um, being that young, a lot of times these type of cases don't go all the way. And this is another thing that I want to fight Congress on because so many of these cases get dropped because these kids are unable to tell their story. And these are some of the things we're out here voting and we're out here fighting for causes that don't mean anything. These are some of the things that we need to fight for. If your child is not able to tell everything that happened to them, even though mentally they have taken this in and will never forget it, it's a chance that this case will be dropped. So this wow. is why organizations are so important this is why we're fighting to even have these organizations into existence because a lot of people don't want to hear this you're scratching their old wounds we're uh conditioned to believe what goes on in a house stays in a house this, that has been an old saying since the beginning of time so we have to reprogram our minds and our brains when it comes to stuff like this and we have to fight to have organizations you know that can help us in this situation because if this child can't really tell what happened to her what could they do what can what, what can the, what can the judicial if, and a lot of times there's no physical evidence that's another thing let me ask you this. Now that you brought up physical evidence, mm -hmm. let me ask you this. With the special unit, I think it's the sex crimes unit, the special mm -hmm. unit, mm -hmm. do they, as far as you know of, when it, when it comes to, when it comes to the babies, mm -hmm. do the special victims 
victims take the children to a medical doctor with the parent present or whoever present or the legal guardian present to be tested? Let me say this, because my daughter was 15, she was taken into one room and I was taken into another. Never ever did we sit together. Um, I really don't know how they go about with infants. That I couldn't tell you. But what I do know is, let me let me explain a process that people don't understand. When a child reports they've been sexually abused and you go to the sex crimes unit, you give a statement. The child gives a statement statement gets passed on to a supervisor once it leaves the detectives. If the supervisor feels like it's no enough, not enough evidence or nothing to really prove what happened, that case is dropped. If they feel like it's a substantial amount of evidence, it's then passed on to the juvenile justice center where that child then has to go before the juvenile justice center. And if that case is not dropped there, then they take it to trial. So don't think because you tell your child's been sexual abused, you're automatically going to have this hearing. Absolutely not. It's about a three or four part process that you have to go to, you know, through to even get to a trial. You have to imagine what this child goes through. So if you have a five-year-old that can't talk, what can you do? They can't take them to the, they can't put them on the stand. Commonwealth probably would pick it up, but how much can Commonwealth say? You're right. So this is why and these people... also, with the little ones, I know that they mm -hmm. um they put them in a room with a child psychologist and they right. start asking them questions and had them draw pictures. I know yeah. they do that. Yeah, I, I do know they do that. And the but pictures sure is the supposed to, are allowed to be in there of what happened to that child. Right. Mm -hmm. But say, for instance, this child just isn't, doesn't cooperate that day. Does that mean right. it didn't happen? You know, so again, the law. I tell people all the time, Megan's list, her mother fought for these laws to be put into existence. Thank God. Yes. You know, but before then, what do we have? I'm going to say, hold on for a minute. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to repeat what you said earlier. Philadelphia has nothing in place for boys or girls that have been molested. You have the organizations such as Hands Off that are in place to help victims, boys and girls, of child molestation. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I, Yvette, I have some, another question. Okay. Okay, one of my live, one of my live um, supporters said that he went through this with his oldest, with his oldest son, with a neighbor, and they took his son back by himself and they tried to have tried to have him show them what happened, but they tried to kind of make it like a game that he could play or whatever. I know that they do that with kids and it's supposed yeah. to tell, you know, like a story what happened. Mm -hmm. 
So one thing that you mentioned was the, to get with the dads, educate the parents, exactly. to make them aware. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of parents that are not together and they have horrible relationships. I always tell them, remember, there's someone always lurking in the dark looking for dysfunction. And a lot of times when you hear cases, kids being abused, it's because the parents are not on the same accord, meaning they don't have a relationship or the relationship is just bad. And in my situation, it was. It was a very ugly separation. Okay. And this person knew that. Okay. I want you to, is there a number where to your organization and the address to where the people in the audience can locate your organization or share this information with a parent or a legal guardian who knows of a child that has been molested? Yeah. Um, I have my contact information. My phone number for hands off is uh, 267-471-8151. That's 267-471-8151. And I have an email, Tucker 79 at yahoo.com. We are actually looking for a space now. Um, I don't know if you guys know, I just became um, nonprofit. So Congratulations. I know that. Cause, oh, yeah. <laughs> congratulations. You, it took sir. a while for you to get that, oh, though. Oh, my God. A while and a fight. Okay. Yes. But um, we're blessed, and I'm happy about that because we are actually now looking for a location. Um, so, again, just please reach out. I tell people all the time, I don't care what time of the night it is. Um, I'm always there. If I don't answer my phone, please leave a message. I will make sure I return the call because we need to get a hold of it. I don't know if you guys seen the article that came out, the 15-year-old girl that um, dumped the baby in the dumpster. Yeah. Um, this was yesterday. Well, it came out today that that baby was her mother's boyfriend baby and that her mother helped her allegedly dispose of this baby's body. Yeah, that was so, on the news as well. Yeah, so this is this is when I say, what what is it going to take for us as a whole and the community to realize this is going on and that we need to take it serious and we need to do something about it? Um, we have been fighting to get a chance to be on the news, to be in the newspaper, to let people know about our organization. And it has been hard. It has been very hard. And why? Because... We need a backing, and we need for people to express how much our organizations are needed. So, you know, when you hear about these organizations, please support us in any way possible, because yes. we need to bring it to the forefront, and we have to we have to try to get a, a hold of this. I mean, I was devastated because when I looked at this young lady on the uh, news yesterday, it was just something in her, and I'm like, it's more to this story. This it's something else. I just couldn't even sleep. And then to wake up to hear that she was molested by her mom's boyfriend, you know, and it, it just broke my heart. It really, really broke my heart because today you didn't hear anything about them putting it on blast that, you know, this child was sexually abused. There was a little article on Instagram and Facebook, but you didn't hear it on the news. 
And that should have been breaking news because they made a point to say that this child is going to be charged as an adult. Right. But you know what? That goes back to that old saying, keep it under the rug. Don't tell. Be exactly. quiet. Exactly. Which is totally off. Mm-hmm. And it should so have I wanna... made the front of the news. It should have made first page in the paper. Exactly. It should have been breaking news, but it exactly. wasn't. Nope. And if it wasn't for people like you who asked us to be guests on your show and, you know, to talk about our organizations, I mean, no one would ever know. No one would ever know know that we exist. That's the title of my, uh, the tagline of my show, The Forbidden and the Taboo, and I bring it out. Anything taboo, anything that's forbidden, I don't care, Jack, what it is, I'm going to bring it out because it needs to be talked about. And this is one of the topics that needs to be talked about and shared. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So, again, I want to thank you for um, having me on your show and giving me a chance to tell my story. My story is such a long story, guys. I wish I could really get into detail because I feel the need to tell the story. Um, It would probably take me a couple hours, but... (laughs) It's so important because it's things in my story that you may hear that will ruffle your feathers or say, wait a minute, you know, I've seen a child act like this, or I've seen this go on, or, you know, even if it's not in your home, we need to be able to identify these signs. So this is why I have the chat and choose. This is why I have um, my tour coming up because we need to educate parents on the signs and the, you know, the things to look for. When it comes to sexual abuse, because this is something that we never even learn about as being parents. When have you ever been taught how to recognize a sign of sexual abuse? You're never told. No, but you know what? Because of this show, um, for the audience that is also part of the Women's Closet TV show, I did put in the group, the resources, and the signs of child molestation. I put in Teen Watch. There's a lot of things I put. If you click on files, all that information is in there in the Women's Closet group. But I will also post it, if I can, um, put the file on the platform that you guys are watching as well. That's great. That's great. Yvette, um, I have a one of my colleagues. She says, thank you, Yvette. Congrats on your hands. <laughs> and on your nonprofit organization. And I say congrats to you as well. And thank you for being on my show. My audience is engaged and they are interested in learning more about it. And I will be, I'll give you a call back tomorrow to get the information for the boys and the girls so I can post it on my Facebook group and also post it in the in the Women's Closet TV show group. Yep. Just when you get a chance, follow my page. It's hands, H-A-N-D-Z, underscore off. I believe you. It's on Instagram. That's our page. Yeah, she is on Instagram. And Are you on Facebook as well? I'm on Facebook, but I don't really use that page. I've had a better result using my um, Instagram. So we're just going with Instagram for now. Okay, let me tell them what it is because I follow you on Instagram as well. Hands <laughs> off, H A N D Z, off, I believe in you. Instagram. Mm-hmm. I, I believe you. 
I believe you Instagram. Yep. So mm -hmm. follow her on Instagram and ask anything you want. She gave you your phone number. Yeah. You question for her. Do you have a question for her? Do you have a question for her? Yeah, you. What's your question? Did it happen to her? It happened to her daughter. Did it happen to her? Yvette? Yeah. Were you ever molested as a child? No, I was not. No, her daughter. It happened to my daughter, yeah. Her daughter. Mm -hmm. um, Dave says the problem is kids feel like they did something wrong and will be in trouble if they say something or that their parents won't believe them. We need to find a way to get these groups information available. That's why I have this show. Exactly. Dave, this is why I have this show. This is why I asked Yvette to come on the show and share mm -hmm. her organization and share her experience and the information that she has. And it's not a day that goes by. I don't get a phone call from a child saying I'm, I've, I have been sexually, sexually abused or I'm being sexually abused and they're afraid to tell. And they'll ask, how should I tell or what should I say? And if they don't believe me, what do I do? So I'm telling you guys, it's not a day that goes out that I don't get a phone call. Do you have classes for these, for these babies? We have yet to do a class for children because, number one, it's so hard um, for children to get them together. If I call them survivors. Uh, okay. They're very uncomfortable with telling their stories. Um, we've tried, the results weren't good, and you just have to give them time. So I'm hoping working through the parents will be able to get to the children and they'll feel comfortable enough with telling their story. Because you have a lot of times, they can tell their story one-on-one, -on -one, they'll talk to me. But if you say, if I put you in a room with a couple other people that has happened to, would you mind sharing your story? It may be yes, but five minutes before you're supposed to start the class, then they'll say, I can't, it's too much. And you have to respect that. Right. You know, even with me, with my daughter, um, it's, it's just a sense of privacy. So a lot of times her face is not seen. Um, her voice is not heard. But then she has times where, you know, she's able, I do a walk every year. We walk for survivors. And last year was just a tough time for her. She couldn't do it. But she did call in. She called in and she spoke to everyone and thanked them for supporting her. But again, up until that, you know, week, it was, I'm okay. I can do it. So it's such a sensitive subject, and, and you know, it's, it's so many feelings and emotions. And I tell people all the time, I understand if you don't want to talk about it, because I was that person um, a couple years ago before it came out about my daughter. I just never thought I even would, in, you know, have an interest in it. Like, why? I don't have, I don't have my kids around people like that. You know, they're just with family, or they, and it happens. Right. So, you know, you just, it's, it's hard. It's really, really hard. But my way of dealing with it as a parent, because trust me, it destroyed me. <laughs> it it right. definitely did. Um, it cut very deep. But one of my ways of dealing with it was to start this organization and helping other people. And I you even have days that... Great things. Yes, thank you so much. And, you know, I have days where I don't want to talk about it, but I know when I feel that way, just like yesterday, when this, this hit with this 15-year-old, and then today to hear this, I'm like, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Okay. I thank you. Did y'all have any more questions for my guest? If so, type in your questions now while I have her on the, on the, on the live stream.
Is everybody good out there that's watching? They're good. Nobody type nothing. They are good. Yvette, I'd like to take the time. Yvette, I'd like to take the time out to thank you for being on. And You're welcome. You're welcome. Tomorrow, so I can get the information information from you, especially about the little boy, the little boys help support group as well as your group, so I can post it up. Okay. And All right. This, thank you so this, much. This is also being recorded in the cloud. So what I can do is once I pull it down from the cloud, I can send you the MP4 format. Is that all right? Yes, that's fine. Okay, thank you so much for your time. And I'll talk to you later on, later on tomorrow, I'll give you a call. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Enjoy. take care. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.